One deed and some people sometimes. One deed and some people sometimes. One deed, one deed, ooh, one deed and some people sometimes. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of One Dude and Some People Sometimes podcast. It's been a while. That might be an understatement. It's been a few years and holy shit, I'm so sorry. Uh, I really wanted to hit the ground running with this podcast a few years back. Uh, supposed to be a friend of mine um, project, actually a couple of friends, but you know, life gets in the way and some other things, you know, we won't get into too much detail on that. And then the podcast uh, went to a solo style, which was, you know, the reason behind the title of One Dude and some other people sometimes. So unfortunately that some people sometimes never came to fruition as there were no other people besides me. So it was mainly myself, by mainly I mean entirely, uh, just talking about random shit. And then about midway through the episodes, I started thinking of ways to add themes to the shows. So it wasn't just me talking about random shit like video games or wrestling or anything like that. Uh, Those are really fun to do. And... Why I didn't continue, I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard to find the time in, uh, in the day. Uh, the privacy to have, you know, 20, 30 minutes to plop down and do a podcast uh, where you're talking into empty space by yourself. And, you know, it takes a lot of desire to do. Um and, you know, it's just, it was just a lot. But, um, you know, uh, a lot of stuff between the last uh, episodes and now has occurred. Jeez, um, I don't know. What has it been? Like four or five years? So, though, picking back up, long time between seasons. Uh, almost call this a reboot again. But, uh, we'll, we'll, say season two and you know knock on wood that uh this works out and i keep on going um so well the whole world's changed how about that huh got a whole pandemic thing going on uh covid right uh i don't want to get political uh, i don't want to talk about any of that shit no one wants to hear it you see it on the news every day you hear about it every time you step out your house so i'm not gonna uh really talk much about uh, any of that because no one wants to hear it. Uh, and anyone who's talked about it, who's talked about it has said enough. And what else could I say that's going to make any difference uh, or anything new? So, but the point of me bringing up the global pandemic was that uh, I know a lot of people took that time of being quarantined or non-essential and weren't sure what to do with themselves. Um, you know, a lot of worry and doubt 
race through uh, so many people's minds, millions and millions, the whole world. You know, what am I going to do? I mean, not even just the fact of the simplistic being bored at home, um, but, like, what am I going to do with my life? If I can't work and provide for myself and my family and and maintain that, uh, you know, what's what, what am I going to do? And I know that provided quite a bit of inspiration for a lot of people out there to do new things. Um, you know, some people began a new, new hobbies of crafting. Uh, I know it led, led, a lot, led a lot of the world to, you know, help provide a lot of protection equipment, uh, such as masks and gloves and, and face coverings and all that, uh, which is really great. And I think, you know, in the year and a half, almost two years now, I think a lot of people have taken that, you know, as a their next step to creating, you know, maybe what they're meant to be doing in the world as opposed to, you know, going through the humdrum life of your nine to five, you know, a lot of people, this was their outlet to get creative and it moved past such things as, as, you know, manufacturing protective equipment. And now, you know, we've got a plethora of new creators of a number of things. So, that was probably maybe the silver lining in all of the whole um, pandemic is that it, it helped people tap into a side of their creativity and imagination that they may not have been able to had they not been forced to kind of withdraw from their day-to-day lives. And as much as it probably hurt all of so many people, not probably, definitely, um, you know, on varying levels. Again, I don't want to dig too much deep into this whole, uh, you know, outside world, as we've all seen and heard enough over the past, you know, almost two years. But like I said, it's. It, I think there's a lot of magic that came out of this. And I, too, have been fortunate enough to, uh, you know, learn more about myself and maybe find my true calling which by this time, by this recording, it is December uh, 2nd, 2021. And I have co-written and published two books that are out there uh, right now uh, for the world, internationally, globally. Uh, I wouldn't say they're huge successes yet, but that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about. So a little backstory, a friend of mine that I met at at my day job uh, back in the fall of 2018, uh, toy, he a year or so after he started working with me, kind of brought up to me this idea that he had, based on a dream his wife had about ten years prior, and <clears throat> it was uh, something he had been meaning to write and turn into a book for all pretty much the whole time. But you know, with his personal life uh, and you know it being for him too big. To, to tackle alone waited I guess for the right time as fates would determine that for me to come along and he knew that we had very similar um, alignments in what we enjoyed watching and reading and without taking up making a long story short 
he proposed to me on helping write this uh, epic story, and I accepted. So with our jobs being very unpredictable and ours being also very unpredictable, never really got around to getting to that point of starting to write. And then once the pandemic hit, uh, we slowed down for a bit, but then things kind of went back to normal. But we knew now was the time to strike while the iron was hot, while the, the ideas were fresh and flowing. And and, and you kind of just get that feeling in your gut when there's something you are just ready to jump, you know, headfirst into. And you know now's the time. And that's basically what we did. So June of 2020, uh, we, you know, well, a little bit before that, we put pen to paper, brainstorming and such. But then uh, it was... You know, it is it is the 21st century, so it's not so much pen to paper anymore. It's fingers to keyboards. We started typing, started writing, um, alternating chapters or alternating sto- uh, story threads. But uh, it's a 50-50 uh, partnership uh, between two really good friends. Uh, and, and our writing styles blended and melded so well that you cannot tell who wrote what. Uh, as we've been told by several people that we know that have read the books... Or, or the book, because the second one just came out a couple weeks ago, so uh, which is much larger, like three times the size of the first. So I don't know if anyone's bought it yet and got it and read through it quite quite yet. But if you have, by all means, reach out to me and let me know what you think. Um, also, you know, um, leave a review wherever you bought it, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, what have you. We'll get into all that mess of, uh, of, 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 you know, the, the, the shilling, as they say. But, um, so if you don't know the, the book series, it's, it will be a four book series. So we're halfway there. It is entitled Gates of Divinity. And then each book will have a subtitle. So kind of like Game of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings type of, uh, titling. So the first book is The First Light. The second book, Realms of Eternity. And at the start of next year, we begin to write book three, which shall be Gates of Divinity, Fire in Heaven. Now, I know what you're saying. Gates of Divinity kind of has a religious connotation to it. Now, while the story is based on a lot of biblical uh, scriptures and other religious and and, and, uh, mythological belief systems... Uh, it's not a spiritual book. It's not a, a religious book per se. We did do tons and tons of research, hours upon hours, uh, in all these different religious belief systems and cultural uh, divinities that everything and characters and stories that we use for our stuff has been pulled from actual stories and scripture that we adhered to as tightly as we could. Uh, where there was wiggle room, we used. Where there was, as if you if you look into a lot of religions, there's a lot of different interpretations. What that means is that when we found something that didn't have a very tightly structured history, backstory, what have you, that gave us a lot of creative freedom to put our spin on it. Um, and I feel like. Our story has not been told. I don't want to give away too much because I really want you guys to read the book. Um, the books. 
that you got to you've got to experience the story by reading it. And I'm not just saying that because I wrote it, because we wrote it, because it's the the type of book that we want that we've always wanted to read. There's always in these kind of stories, these epic fantasy, sci-fi, action, adventure, whatever. There's always a human element of a chosen one or a prophesized teenager that saves a day. Our story has none of that shit. It is the gods and monsters, demons and and angels and, and what have you, all kinds of, you know, Beings and beasts, all that. They're battling themselves. They're having the, the, the battlefield to themselves. Good versus evil. Uh, the, the way I really describe the, our series the best is that it is a buffet of literary genres. It's not, it doesn't get tied to too much of one, but it encompasses everything. You know, if you, if you want horror, you want fantasy, you want adventure, action. Uh, there's a, there's actually romance to it. There's a, a brotherhood between characters uh, that that you know will tug at your heartstrings and make you really att- attach to these uh, these characters and, and feel for them when things don't go the way they do. Our main our main uh, antagonist, Lucifer. You know he's not your typical. You know easy victory. I'm ruling everything. I'm taking over the world. I'm taking over the universe. Uh, you know, it comes to him easy. No, like, yeah, like he has to work for everything that he wants. His supposed des- destiny, he has to work for it, and he has obstacles in front of him. We've even had a reader who is a very by the book, very religious person, read it and was very upset, and not the fact that of what we wrote, but the fact that she liked lucifer as a character so much that it made her feel bad about it because typically you know lucifer is you know one of the, the most ancient antagonists in all of you know mankind i guess um and i'm not gonna debate religions or anything like that either um i'm i'm all about you know believe what you believe um whatever that's that's you know there's no reason to argue and debate on this that other thing our story is based on fiction is a work of fiction but it's used characters or you know beings that have been portrayed in other writings but um it is in a different light no pun intended um and it really makes you think makes you want to uh learn yourselves do do a lot of research yourself i've had i had a friend that read it and like after the first couple chapters of the first book he said, man, I really had to stop and Google who this character was because I really enjoyed it. And then they, they started learning more themselves. So um, just that alone makes the, makes me kind of feel good that we're, you know, inspiring other people to kind of do the research themselves. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, if you take everything out, out of the equation, I feel, and a lot of the reviews, if you go on Amazon um, as well, they're very positive. But I feel that our story absolutely has something unique about it. Um, I'm not saying that it's it's completely 100%, you know, brand new. At this point, it's 2021, there's not much new that you can do that hasn't been done or 
even is he slightly resembles something that's been done. But if you enjoy that kind of book or even that kind of movie or TV show or video game or anything like that, our series will definitely be something you want to look into. And I'm not, again, I'm not just saying that to show it. Yes, I'd love to be a, a New York Times bestseller. I'd love to be a world-famous author because I finally feel, after all my years on this earth, that I have found my true calling. And with wrestling and other things that I've done in my life, creativity and wanting to entertain people and using my imagination have always been deeply rooted within me that you know i've always found a way to try and have an outlet for that and some things were not as successful as others uh obviously if you're listening to this and you don't be like oh oh shit that's hell idol i know who that guy is as opposed to who the fuck am i listening to Oh, yeah, well, yeah, if you don't know who I am by then, obviously I'm not, I haven't been that successful, but that hasn't deter- deterred me. And my suggestion is don't let it discourage you either. Um, you know, if this was any indication to me, doing these books and, you know, wanting that instant gratification and, and being overzealous about the success, you know, we would be would have given up a year ago you know but there's just something very powerful about these books that we have planned and you know the two that are out already that we feel so strongly about that there's no way that these won't catch the eye and ear you know eventually if they are turned into some other form of medium that won't I won't say that it'll change the world, but it'll definitely add to the world. Our goal is to be able to use these books as a series to give the next generation their pop culture uh, phenomenon to claim as their own. Like our generation, we had Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. The next generation, we want Gates of Divinity to be their version of that. So... Until next time, this was just a short-ish episode, but just to give you kind of a heads up on what I've been doing, that's it. So I will leave the links to where you can find the books in the description. But until then, go read Gates of Divinity. Buy a copy, ebook, Kindle, Nook, paperback, hardcover. Go buy it, read it, let me know what you think, leave a review. But... Until next time, going to get harder at work on book three. We're going to get that cranked out and make sure we have that ready. We get, By next year this time, we'll be 75% of the way through this epic saga. But until next time, you won't have to wait five years for another episode. Promise. Fingers crossed. Until next time, this has been One Dude. And we'll see you next time. As I just said next time, like four times. A little rusty, guys, on the outro. Let's rewind. Alright. So, till next time, this has been One Dude, and I'm signing off.